This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands where this podcast episode was produced. We pay our respects to the Camaragal people and their elders past and present. We also acknowledge the traditional owners from all the lands you're listening from today and celebrate their connection to country. Hi there, good day, and welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrive today have been living here for years. Whether you were born in Australia or you're planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudia Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today, we will explore the do's and don'ts of Australian etiquette. For example, have you ever asked a question in a conversation that you thought was perfectly normal, but then it turns out you made your friend feel real uncomfortable? Or have you ever felt awkward at a gathering or confused about how to break into a social circle? It's happened to all of us, but we're here to help. There are certain things that you learn the hard way. Some people, maybe because of their culture and maybe because they want to be seen as taking initiative, can come across as a bit pushy. Let's get started. Etiquette is typically defined as the customary code of what is considered polite behavior and good manners in a particular society, culture, or among members of a certain social or professional circle. As the most multicultural nation on earth, Australia now presents a unique culture and rules of etiquette that merge the diverse nature of our population. While some aspects of what is considered good etiquette in Australia can be easily identified, there are also many unwritten rules for what is considered polite, appropriate, or rude. Amanda King is the founder of an elite Australian etiquette school. She teaches people of all cultural backgrounds what constitutes acceptable conduct in the Australian context. Etiquette is around behaviour and the norms that are expected in society. And to have good etiquette is purely down to quite a few very simple principles. And that might be around our appearance and our general attitude, which constitutes our image. However, Miss King says in Australia... Good etiquette depends on your specific environment and circumstances. We found that being in Australia, we're a bit of an anomaly where we are demographically and culturally a bit of everything from around the world. So we have English as a base, but culturally we also include the European and Americanisms. So we are, we are one on our own, but we're also part of the world. So we're educated in all different facets from all around the world. And what we teach is really the unspoken and an expectation in society. Miss King warns that language barriers and cultural differences may challenge migrants trying to break into social or professional circles. She says it's crucial to understand and follow accepted protocols. 
They are really down to those basic ABCs. So it's our appearance and our behaviour, most definitely our dining and communication. And the communication is the real key one, how to be a skillful conversationalist. So at the end of the day, that's quite difficult when English may not be your first language. Although it may take time and practice for newly arrived migrants to learn the do's and don'ts of polite behaviour in Australia, there's a very important place to start, and that is by avoiding asking certain questions that are considered inappropriate or taboo. Amanda King explains. An uncomfortable question might be around personal questions. So we always talk about those questions that we really like to avoid, especially when meeting people that we don't know very well. And these questions are around marital status, finances, religions and politics. People want to speak to people to find common ground so they can connect. So we need to talk about other topics uh, rather than a very personal question which might come across as quite offensive. Given that every culture has a different standard of what is considered appropriate or inappropriate, we asked some long-term migrants where they think the pitfalls of etiquette lie. Winmas Yu is originally from Hong Kong and has lived in Australia for 10 years. One example would be if we have parents or grandparents telling us, okay, you should eat more or you should eat less because you look fat or you look thin. Um, but when I, when I arrived in Australia, I've realized that some people might take that um, very personally or offensively. So they, they don't really like you commenting on their body shape or, or, or even um, how much they eat. Sarah is from Morocco and has been in Australia for 15 years. She says she has learned that various questions that are acceptable to ask in her cultural context are considered very rude in Australia. If a couple gets married for more than nine months and the baby is not there, people ask him why or ask the lady why, is there any problem? Have you seen a doctor? And I think this is so inappropriate here. According to Sarah, Other taboo questions, such as asking about personal finances, are not uncommon. She adds, it is not unusual in some Arab cultures to ask people they've just met about their marital status. Yeah, especially the person is more than 25. There is a problem. (laughs) Yeah, if she's not married. And... Yeah, definitely. They do ask her why. And uh, if she's married and she doesn't have babies, absolutely there is a problem somewhere and we have to fix it. And they ask her even who is her doctor or she should change her doctor. (laughs) Fabiola Campbell has been in Australia for 18 years. Originally from Venezuela, she founded Professional Migrant Women in 2019. The purpose of uh, the organization was to close the gap between migration and professional employment for women. With the understanding that there were many professional migrant women unemployed or underemployed. These women did not lack skills or experience. What they lacked was an understanding of how the recruitment process worked here in Australia. This network also aims to mentor and empower foreign women looking to break into the Australian job market. What I did was to create a mentoring program in which they learn how to sell themselves, identify their value, 
but also develop a narrative that was consistent with the way jobs are found here in Australia. And this too falls under the wide umbrella of etiquette. Ms. Campbell believes cultural differences can become a barrier for migrant professionals in the workplace, as networking and etiquette are all about building good relationships. There are certain things that you learn the hard way. Some people, maybe because of their culture and maybe because they want to be seen as taking initiative, can come across as a bit pushy. Ms. Campbell explains that a good strategy when networking is to not encroach on other people and to respectfully ask for their consent to connect professionally beforehand. Also, let them speak first when you meet. Give them an opportunity to tell the story and for you to learn from from them. Maybe you can ask, how did you get your first job? How did you come to work in this industry? Try to make the conversation enjoyable for the other person, but that also you can learn from. Among Campbell's top tips to avoid causing offense is to use polite phrases like please and thank you regularly. However, don't say these words repeatedly, as that could be considered over the top or too much. In Australia or in English, you are expected to say please. So I run into troubles. In Spanish, you say, can I have the water? And that's absolutely polite. In English, not only I have to say could, but then I have to add please. Ms. Campbell adds, you can learn the subtleties of the English language and the preferred styles of communication in Australia by asking for feedback. I explain to people that English is not my first language, that um, even though I'm trying to communicate a message with good intentions, it might not necessarily come across that way. I state my intention first. And I ask people that if they feel offended or they feel uncomfortable, that they provide me feedback. In that way, you know, I can improve my communication and still deliver the intended message. Etiquette instructor Amanda King advises that in social or professional situations, it is very important to be on time. If you're running late for a gathering or a meeting, let your host know at least 15 to 20 minutes beforehand. Also, make sure you introduce yourself clearly and confidently to others. However, Ms. Campbell also wants migrants to feel at ease, as many in Australia have experienced dealing with people from different cultural and linguistic backgrounds. Most people in Australia, they have contact with migrants, and especially migrants with English as a second language. They might understand that uh, some people don't mean it, but um, they might not have the language skills to communicate things the proper way. And one last bit of advice from me. Make sure you learn and remember people's names. And if you forget, apologize and politely ask for their names again. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Settlement Guide. This podcast was hosted and produced by me, Claudiana Blanco. The Settlement Guide's managing editor is Rosa Germian. Bye for now. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.